Hi everybody, it's Rieta here. In today's video, I want to show you how you can, through property investment in South Africa or any most other countries across the world, make 16 million rands on just four properties. And I'm not using any type of properties. I'm using very, very simple properties that anybody can do. As long as you know how the basics of property work, anybody can do this. And you can create that generational wealth for your family. I'm going to go into a lot of numbers. So have a pen and paper ready because you're going to need to write stuff down. Um, you know, skip to the beginning of the video, watch it again, but make sure that you understand how the numbers work because that is where the magic of property investment comes into, into the mix. So I'm going to first jump into every property and then I will show you what effect it has on your income statement and balance sheet. Right, but first you need to understand what is an income statement and balance sheet, right? So your income statement is where you record all of your income, right? It's your bank account. How, how much money is coming into your bank account every single month and how much money through expenses is going out of your bank account every single month. That is your income statement. So very, very simple. I always see it as my check account that I have in whichever bank, all right? But before my income, when, when I was an employee, before my income even hit my account, income in the form of what? A salary, right? Before that even came into my bank account, there was a huge expense next to it. And that was, yep, tax. I didn't even see that money. I worked for it, but I never saw it because it went off as an expense before that money even hit my account. And um, that is what we call uh, our biggest expense uh, in general. Then the second part here is your balance sheet. Okay, what is a balance sheet? A balance sheet is assets and liabilities. But what is an asset? Very, very simple. You can think of an asset as being a something that you own that's bringing money into your check account every single month. So if you own a house and you rent it out to someone, that rental is going to come into your account every single month. So that is an asset. If you have liabilities, those are things like your car, your credit cards, things like that, where you owe somebody money and it's taking money out of your bank account every month. It's not increasing your, your, your um, bank income, it's reducing it every single month. Those are the very, very simple terms. But here's the flow of how rich people versus middle-class people use these very, very simple uh, terms that I've given you now. The middle-class and poor people, they're working for money. I used to work for money. When I was in a company, I worked for money. I worked for my salary, right? So that I could pay whatever it is that I needed to pay. What was the first thing that I bought when I got a job? A car. <laughs> so the first thing I did is I got my salary, I went to the bank and I said, I want a car. And they gave me a liability. Why? Because I have to pay that car back every single month. It, and even if I didn't take a loan to buy the car, I would still have to pay things for the car 
like insurance and fuel and that sort of thing. So it's a liability because it's forever taking money out of my check account. All right. So I hope you guys understand that. And that is the flow of what a normal everyday person does. But what do rich people do? Robert Kiyosaki used to say when we went to training with him, he would say, rich people don't work for money. And I was like, I don't understand that. Everybody needs money. You have to have money. Otherwise, what do they work for then? And it took me a while to understand that rich people work for assets. So how does that work now? That means that whatever income they're getting, they take that money, they buy an asset. The asset, okay, is bringing money into their account every single month. And then with the income from the asset, not from the salary or whatever, the income from the asset is then paying for certain expenses that they might have. So they can still buy a car, but the salary portion of it is not paying for the car. Your salary you're using to buy an asset and the cash flow, the money coming in from your asset is paying for your car. I hope you understand the difference there because it's very, very significant because even after your car is paid off um, or you might not have a car anymore, your assets will still generate income and put money into your bank account every single month. All right, it's very, very important that you understand this. So listen to it again if you need to, because this is going to be the foundation of everything that I'm going to show you now going forward. So I'm going to show you the four properties um, that will make up this 16 million rands for you. So the first one, and these are, by the way, are real deals that we did uh, over the last couple of years, but I just chose uh, four of them, uh, but it's very typical of what we used to do when we when we were uh, a smaller business. But these are the type of deals that you can also do uh, in your in your own personal capacity or as a business at least. Right. So the first one is a two bed one bath flat. This flat was in Kempton Park, and it was very neglected. You can see here from the pictures, right? Very neglected. Um, very, very big damage on the walls. The kitchen was horrible. Um, and this thing needed a lot of renovation. The property was in the market on Property 24 for 390,000 rands. But TJ ended up buying, and this is a deal that TJ did himself. He bought this property through some negotiation for 160,000 rands. All right. Why did he get it for low, so much lower? Because of the condition of the property. And he was able to say to this person, I'll give you this money cash so that um, I can buy this property. They were not able to sell this property to another person that wasn't buying cash. Why? Because the bank won't finance something that looks like this. All right. The bank likes beautiful, clean properties. They don't like uh, properties with lots of damage like this one. So he had, he could then make a cash offer of a significantly lower amount, but at least the seller could get rid of this property that he couldn't sell to anyone else. Then there was some renovation costs as well that needed to be uh, paid and obviously your transfer fees. So that was 50,000 rands 
and the total capital, the total uh, cash that, they, that he had to give to get this property nice and clean and operational was 210,000 rands. They could then, he could, he and his investor, because by the way, the 210,000 he got from, a, from an investor. All right, he just put down a 1,000 rands for a deposit, but the rest of the money was given by an investor. So the, they could then rent out. So while they were looking for a purchaser because they wanted to sell this property, but they could rent it out for 5,000 rands per month. It's nice and clean now. And they were able to get really good tenants for that property. There was no bond involved at this point in time. So the expenses was just the levy and rates and taxes, which was a total of 1,000 rands. So how does that now look on your income and expenses. Okay, so here we are at the actual spreadsheet and I'm going to put this down as Kempton. Kempton, because this property was in Kempton Park, it had a rental income of 5,000 rands. In there, we also had expenses, right, of 1,000 rands. Now, there's something interesting here. Now I've got this column here, oh, this row here that says total cash flow, and that amount is 4,000 rands. Okay. That is simply just your total income minus your total expenses. And that is your cash flow. That's the money that's coming into your check account every single month that you can spend and use as, as you want to. Okay. The, obviously, very, very, um, Simply say, this is needs to be positive for you to make money. And if it's negative, you'll be losing money. So very important to make sure that this is always positive before you even buy a property. Now, this property also has a liability because you owe some money to the investor that gave this money in the first place, right? And that amount is 210,000. 160 purchase price, 50,000 for the renovation and transfer fees and that money must be paid back to the investor at some point in time and that is why it's sitting here under your liability column okay on your assets this property when it was fully renovated the bank came out they valued it and they said you know what because the property is nice and clean now it's actually worth four hundred and fifty thousand rands okay and that just means that your, you now have something very cool here called equity. What is equity? Equity, again, just your assets minus your liabilities. And it's a positive amount, so that's good. It's 240,000 rands. And I like to call this my property savings account. I don't have access to this money every single day. I can't just use it very, very easily. I have to either sell the property or put more or get a bond on the property to release this money. All right. So that's my fixed deposit savings account, property savings account. And the top part is my check account. So I like to, to call it that. Now, a lot of people will say, but what about your investor? How does he get paid from this? And you'll see here that this 4,000, if you had a 50-50% uh, shareholding or relationship with the shareholder, uh, your investor, then he will get, while the property is being rented, 2,000 rands or 50% of the cash flow amount. 
Once you sell the property, obviously, you have to first pay back the 210000 and then whatever profit you have made that gets released is then shared 50-50% with your investor. I hope you guys understand this. This is a very, very uh, simple example, but the other deal, uh, property investment uh, deals that I'm going to be showing you will be a little bit more complex. So very important that you understand the basics of how this works. All right, so the next one, this is a deal that we did when we just started off the business, which was in Boxburg CBD, one of our first deals, okay? And you'll see here that this was the purchase price here. This was 700,000 Rand. You can see it was very, very vandalized and um, distressed and horrible uh, uh, place. And we took this uh, property and we cleaned up the shops that you can see over here. And we also put in living units here at the back. And you can see what that looked like when we were completed. And we made it like a one bath, uh, one bed unit at the back. And in total, we had 13 units that we could rent out at that point in time. The property was on the market for 1.8 million rands. And when the seller came out and he saw the condition of the property, he wasn't aware that it was looking like that bad. He actually agreed to sell it for 700,000 rands. Obviously, because there's so much work to be done, we had to spend a lot more money to get it to be the right standard. And we spent about 400,000 rands with uh, transfer fees to get that property to be at the right standard where we could rent it out. So the total capital that we spent on this deal was actually on this property was 1.1 million rands in total. Okay. We then had a rental income for 13 units of 39,980 rands per month and our expenses 18,480. Once this property was nice and clean, we went to the bank and we got a value for this property of 2 million rands. And the bank said, we will give you one and a half million rand bond. What are we going to do with this bond? We are obviously going to pay back the 1.1 million rands that we got from investors and for the sell price, uh, plus their interest. And the rest of that money is going to come back into our account and we're going to buy another property for that. Okay, so I hope you understand this. And I'm going to show you what happens now on your balance sheet over here. On your income statement, we have Boxburg. My rental income over here is 39980. My expenses are 18480. All right. And now my total cash flow money coming into my check account is 25,000 rands a month. The liability over here is going to be. 1.5 million because that is what the bank gave me for as a loan on this property, right? The bond amount that I must pay back on this one and a half million is included in the 18480. Okay, very important. 
and I'm still getting profit from that, even though I'm paying the bank now as well. But I, I managed to take out all my cash. So I don't have any cash money left in this property. I can take my extra that I got and buy another asset for myself, right? Remember how the rich people continuously buy more assets. The expense or the, the um, asset value over here, the bank said it's worth 2 million, but they only gave us a 70% loan of 1.5 million. Now you'll see a very cool thing. My equity has jumped up. My savings account is now sitting on 740,000 rands. Um, and it's just sitting there waiting for me to unlock it. All right, so let's look at the third one. The third property is a student accommodation property that we recently did. It is in Poch of Struem, and it's number 40 Rakes Street in Poch. Okay, what was the total expenses? was 1.72 million. The actual purchase price was a little bit less. I think it was 1.52 million. And we spent 200,000 rands on furniture, transfer fees, um, and so on. Our monthly rental, 56,000. And our expenses, 33,000. Why is the expenses so high over here? Because there's a lot more expenses that you need to take into consideration for student accommodation, like pest control, Wi-Fi, house mothers, and so on. I've actually got a course where I go into detail about that, um, but I'm not going to jump into that for this uh, video over here. So once the, the students were in and we were getting a rental role, which is very, very important, it's a rental role, we were able to get a valuation on this property. The bank came out, they said, this property is actually worth 2.9 million rands. So. Let's go back again to the spreadsheet. Over here, we had an income of 568.80 and our expenses 33.278. Okay, so now my cash flow has jumped up to 49,000 rands a month. Over here, I've got liability my loan 1.72 million rands okay that i need to pay back and on this side i've got a valuation from the bank for 2.9 million rands so my equity my profit has jumped up to 1.92 million rands let's add a fourth project on this project is also a property we recently did um, in this year, in 2021, we did a, uh, bought this property for 1 million rands. We spent 520,000 on renovations because we added some extra rooms and uh, there was a garage that we converted and also transfer fees and extra bathrooms and things like that to get it to be compliant for accreditation. Our monthly rental income is 53,000, our expenses 37,000, and a property value of 2 million. Now you're going to say, well, what is the point of why is this one different from the previous one? Because the numbers are very similar. Why did we only get a 2 million valuation here instead of a 2.9 million valuation? 
And the reason for that is simply because of the zoning of the property. If your zoning complies to certain requirements, the bank will actually value this property on a as a commercial property. When it's valued as a residential property, they look at the bricks and mortar. You know, what is the value of this house and the land and how does that compare to the neighbors? But when it becomes a commercial property, they look at the income of the property when they do their valuation. And because the income is quite high, 53,000 rands, what would you get if this was just a house? Maybe 10, maybe 12, maybe 15. I'm not sure for Poch, but you would never get 53,000 rands. So that is why they then value the, 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 the property much more. This property did not comply with all of the requirements to get a commercial valuation. Will it cost money to get the property um, compliant, to get a commercial valuation? Yes. Will it take time? Yes, it will. But I will have to spend between 80 to 100,000 rands to get it compliant. But my valuation is going to jump up to 2.9 million rands. So how's that for a return on investment? Put in 100, but you're getting 900 back. So um, that is, is really the power of understanding how your balance sheet works. So let's see what it looks like in numbers. We now have obviously Tuli over here. And here we've got 53720. Albert Tuli, 37342. And our liability amount is that 152 and our asset value over here was only the 2 million rands. So what has happened now? My savings account has grown to be 2.4 million and my monthly income into my check account has gone up to 65,000 rands a month. Hmm, I can hear you guys already saying, Rieta, you promised us 16 million and now we're sitting on two. Where did the 16 come from? And there are two other forces that work in property that people very often overlook. They will just look at this monthly amount that's coming in the cash flow, the check account amount. But there are two other things that affect your equity amount. Okay, The one factor is uh, the two, they're called appreciation and amortization. Okay, so let me first explain appreciation. If you buy your property in the right area, in the right neighborhood, um, it's very easy to double the property value every 10 years. And you guys can go and check on property 24, the sale prices there in any neighborhood. Um, and, and you'll see that it's roughly doubled every 10 years. But for illustration purposes, because everybody's going to say, yeah, but, uh, you know, who says that's going to happen? Okay, fine. What I will do, I'm going to tell you that this property is only going to go up by 50% over 10 years, okay, to, to satisfy the skeptics over there. So we're only putting this up by 50%. Okay. Oops. 
times 1.5 and this one okay hmm somewhere I made a mistake let's see Uh, this is 2.9 okay there we go that looks right so over here you'll see that um, you've got you've grown your asset value now to 11 million we're talking 10 in 10 years and your equity amount is now sitting on 6 million okay but that's still not 16 so the other thing also is that over 10 years, you're going to be paying off, or not you, your tenants, right? Because the bond amounts are already included in your expenses and you're still making a profit. So your uh, bonds that you're paying to the bank, that is going to reduce over time. Now, I know it's not that simple, but for illustration purposes, I'm going to say over here that your property liability, your bond part is going to half in 10 years time. Okay, so we're going to just make this divided by two. You see what is going to happen now. So now your savings account has grown to 8.6 million rands over 10 years. Okay. But for a moment, just imagine that this 65,000 rands over here, that you took that 65,000 rands, you never spent it, and you just put it away in a savings account somewhere. I think that's almost impossible for me, but imagine that you did that. Okay. Whether you use it or you don't use it, the fact is that you received this money. So this property paid you 65,000 rands times 12 months times 10 years. So over 10 years, you received 7.8 million rands from these four properties in profit. And the total, if you add up your check account, plus your savings account, there you go, 16.47, 16.5 almost million rands that you have received or that your properties have given you from doing these very four simple deals. Guys, these are deals that anyone can do. We've done them all as beginners in our, in our property journey, and this is what you can achieve by doing that. These are typical deals that we help our coaching students to get and to build and also our franchise um, in M5 Enterprise. Okay, very typical deals that, that we do. Uh, nothing weird or difficult about these. And you can, within 10 years, create 16 million rands for yourself. I hope you under got that. If you have any questions, always welcome to pop it in the uh, in the in the comments there, and I will try and respond and clarify as much as I can for you. And the last thing, of course, let's get the YouTube algorithm to share this message with as many people as possible. So click that like button and 
subscribe to the channel for more useful tips around property. Thanks, guys. Bye.